Hi, guys. Welcome to the Liz Wheeler Show. I'm Liz Wheeler. We are sitting here in Miami, Florida at NatCon 3, which you should already know because of this lovely tumbler of water on the desk that says NatCon. I'm going to try to put it back. It's been quite a conference. It, it's actually very invigorating to come to conferences like this. A lot of young people are at this conference. And I'm talking like, it's not like a student conference. There are students here, but I'm talking young people in their 30s and 40s who are invigorated about the idea that our nation cannot exist if we embrace a liberty that is defined as simply license, a libertarian viewpoint, if you will. And I fully admit, full disclosure here, I was very much more towards the libertarian side of conservatism went 10 years ago, and I've learned that that simply doesn't work. But the people here at this conference understand that we need to restore a morals-based culture to our society and to our legal system. It's really interesting. If you haven't been able to tune in, I highly encourage you to go watch some of the speeches, some of the debates and the panels. It's been great. I mean, it's grown so much since NatCon 2 last year. I think there were 15 panels. It's doubled. There were over 30 panels here at NatCon 3. I've had the privilege of sitting down with so many speakers. You guys, I can't wait to release all the interviews that I've done and longer form interviews, actually, in-depth conversations. Um, Today, I talked to, these are just a couple of the people that I talked to today. Julio Rosas, who was embedded with Antifa, who has been embedded with Black Lives Matter. He was present on the scene when Kyle, during the Kyle Rittenhouse incident in Kenosha, Washington, or Kenosha, Wisconsin. I talked to him about what that was like, what it, what it, what it felt like to be there, what it smelled like, what he's experienced in the aftermath, the trauma that he's experienced. Um, very interesting conversation. I also asked him, what is the origin of Antifa? We've been able to trace back the founders or the intellectual or the ideological organizers of Black Lives Matter. Who is behind Antifa? Why don't we know the answer to this? I sat down with Kelsey Bowler and I got to tell you, I'm not a very teary person. You guys have probably noticed this. I don't cry that much or that easily, but talking to Kelsey Bowler about her expose, it's a series that she's doing for Independent Women's Forum called Identity Crisis where she talks to mothers of young girls who have fallen prey via the public school system and via TikTok to radical gender ideology. This stuff is bananas. It's it's hard to even describe the reality. And and this is what I said to Kelsey earlier. I said, I think we've gotten to a point in our nation where a lot of people understand that this poison, this ideology is being poured into the minds of our children, but we haven't yet accepted or acknowledged or realized to the fullest extent what the second step of that is. We know that children are being taught this, but what happens once they have been taught? And Kelsey's talking to the moms of some of these women, and you're going to be speechless to hear this. I also talked to Michael Knowles. We talked about monarchy, and that's all I'm going to say about that. He was... um, more in favor of monarchy than I am. I also talked to the chairman of the Edmund Burke Foundation. He's the one who puts on this conference, Yoram Hazoni, who, I mean, he's a scholar, right? It's fascinating to listen to him. And I challenged him on the, the, the divide in the conservative movement, which I identify in two ways. There's a divide between libertarianism and conservatism, which is sort of the John Lockean version of liberty versus the Edmund Burke version of liberty. And conservatives are divided on which our party should embrace. And then there's the foreign policy divide. Where should we be? Isolationist, interventionist, somewhere in between. I asked him about the former, about Edmund Burke and John Locke as it relates to how our country was intended. It was very nerdy. 
and very, very interesting. I can't wait for you to see that. I also talked to Emily Jashinsky about who the green agenda actually hurts the most and why Republicans aren't talking about this. And I talked to Ben Weingarten, who is China. He is a China expert extraordinaire, and he actually knows how to stop China's infiltration of American culture, because China, of course, wants to subvert our nation from within. So if you're not already subscribed to my show, please do so. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, click that subscribe button, go to YouTube. I'm over on YouTube at Liz Wheeler Show. Hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so that I can notify you every time I have a new video, a new interview, a new episode. And all of these episodes will be dropping just, you know, as soon as we get them ordered and on the schedule. So you don't want to miss that. Okay. So what are we going to talk about on the show today? I want to talk about Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan is the Democrat. He's currently a member of Congress who is running for Senate in the state of Ohio. He's running against J.D. Vance. Tim Ryan just today said that we need to kill and confront the mega movement. That's his exact phrase, kill and confront. I want to show you that video and I want to explore the question, is this is this hyperbole? Is he actually calling for violence or is this an overreaction from the right? Then I want to zoom out and I want to I want to talk about what this tells us about the larger strategy of the Democratic Party and what they are deliberately doing to conservatives in order to justify in their own minds what they want to do to us next. This is this is quite serious stuff. Tim Ryan is not isolated. He's not a politician that said one stupid thing. This, this is a concerted effort by the Democratic Party to dehumanize Republicans. Midterm elections are coming up. The Senate right now is a toss-up. Democrats could very well hold on to their majority in the Senate if Republicans don't galvanize, don't unify, don't, don't turn out and vote against radical leftists. This is our opportunity, one of our opportunities to stop the Marxist agenda. We have to do that. So let's dig into it. Okay, guys, I like Nutrafol because it's natural and it works. Two of my favorite combination of things. Now, we all know that a good portion of you watching and listening right now are struggling with hair loss. You know who you are, and there's no shame in this, but I do want to tell you about a holistic solution for men that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without any compromise. Now, what do I mean when I say without compromise? I mean that um, many other Hair growth or hair restoration products significantly decrease sex drive. No one wants that. Nutrafol does no such thing. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage because it's made of 21 potent natural ingredients that actually support sex drive. And it also supports better sleep and less stress too. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. So let me tell you what, you can grow thicker, healthier hair. And at the same time, you can support our show. If you go to Nutrafol.com slash or Nutrafol.com and use promo code Liz, if you use my promo code, then you will save $15 on your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. It's only available to US customers and for a limited time. Plus, you will get free shipping on every order. $15 off if you go to Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use my promo code Liz. All right, in my home state of Ohio and full disclosure, I don't live in Ohio anymore, but I deeply care 
about the state of Ohio. I have family that lives in Ohio. And I mean, I grew up there. Those are my roots. I'm always going to care about what happens in Ohio. So this one's personal to me. And in addition to being part of the deciding factor of which party controls the Senate after November. So in Ohio, the sitting U.S. Senator is Rob Portman. He's a squish. He's retiring. That's fine with me. I'm always happy to hear when squishes retire. J.D. Vance is one, the Republican primary. He's running for Senate against Tim Ryan, who is a sitting Democrat in the House of Representatives. It's coming down to the wire. Less than two months now before, before voting day. Early voting, unfortunately, starts soon. According to a new USA Today poll, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan are essentially tied. They are separated by only one percentage point, which is obviously well within the margin of error. So they are basically tied, which means both the J.D. Vance campaign and the Tim Ryan campaign are ramping up their campaigning. This time is, that was a phrase that we always said in our house growing up. We got it from an old book that we read where the character, instead of saying, do it now, um, the character always said, time is. We picked that up in my house, that phrase up in my house. We still, my sisters and I still say that to each other. Um, when we're telling each other to hurry or that, um, that the moment is now, time is. This is what J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan are facing. Also in campaigns, typically the last month, month and a half, usually the last six weeks, the, the opposition ads start running. So the strategy is typically first you introduce yourself to voters and you tell voters what you can bring to the state. And then the ads get a little nastier. They get a little more personal against your opponent and ramping up into the last few weeks is full vilification of the person that is on the ballot opposing you. That's what we're seeing in Ohio already. That's fine. I have no problem with that. In fact, I think it's a good thing when politicians are very honest about what they think of their opponent's policies, what they think of their opponent's political voting record. If, if for example, Tim Ryan is very radical leftist on healthcare. I want J.D. Vance not to just say, well, I believe in free market healthcare. I want him to say, listen, Tim Ryan believes in socialized healthcare. If Tim Ryan is in the United States Senate, he will vote for a healthcare system that will not only cost you more, it will reduce your freedom. It will cause rationing. You won't be able to get the care you need. I want to see campaign ads like that. What I don't want to see is what Tim Ryan did today. What I don't want to see is Tim Ryan actually calling for violence against his political opponents. I don't want to see this. How do we fix all of these broken systems? Some of those answers will come from Republicans, not not the extremists that we're dealing with every single day. We've got to kill and confront that movement. Um, but, the, you know, working with normal mainstream Republicans, I think that's going to be really, really important because we have to reform uh, these systems. We have to kill and confront the mega movement. He said he'd work with normal mainstream Republicans. And I'd like to ask him, um, Congressman Ryan, wh who, who is a normal mainstream Republican? Are you talking like Liz Cheney? Are you talking like Adam Kinzinger? Is that a normal mainstream Republican, someone who aligns with the Democratic Party, the aligns with radical leftist ideology? This is, is this hyperbole? Is this an actual call to violence? Are Republicans overreacting? My answer to that would be no. I don't I don't think that this is hyperbole. I think this is an actual call to violence. I don't think Republicans are overreacting. And the reason I say that is because of the context of the situation. Since 2020, the Democratic Party has endorsed political violence in pursuit of their own goals. They've encouraged, aided, abetted 
and looked the other way when Black Lives Matter destroyed cities across the country. The Democrats have dismissed Antifa violence, calling it just a myth. Jerry Nadler said, oh, it's just a myth. It's just an idea. The Democrats use political violence when it's expedient to their political cause. At the same time, they pretend that Republicans are fascists. They told us, Joe Biden told us that we were fascists. And he said, what makes a fascist is denying the results of an election that doesn't go your way and encouraging political violence. We talked about this last week. Tim Ryan is encouraging violence against Trump against Trump supporters, because that's what he means when he says this, we must kill and confront the extremist mega movement. Half of the country voted for Donald Trump in 2016. Half of the country. So you want to kill and confront us all? Keep in mind, my home state of Ohio is called a swing state for a reason. Ohio voted for Obama. Then Ohio voted for Trump. Then Ohio voted for Biden. That means that Tim Ryan actively hates more than half of the people in Ohio who at one point cast their ballot for Donald Trump. This despicable man wants to go to Washington, D.C. to represent not just a small district, as he does in the House, but the entire state of Ohio, which comprises the people who voted for Donald Trump, and he hates you. He thinks you should be killed and confronted because of your political beliefs, because of who, who you voted for in 2016. Now, Tim Ryan is not an isolated politician who said something kooky here. Tim Ryan is articulating what the Democrats think of you. The Democrats hate us. Joe Biden hates us. And what Joe Biden and the Democrats and Tim Ryan are doing with this hate tells us more about their political strategy than any campaign website could possibly tell us. What they're doing is they're trying to dehumanize us. They're not just dismissing us, which is bad enough. Middle-class America has been dismissed by the Democrats for a long time. They're not just insulting us as a weird, twisted way of trying to convince us to vote for the left. They're not just falsely accusing us, which is a hideous tactic the Democrats have unveiled in the last few years. Oh, you're a racist. That is a false allegation. They're trying to dehumanize, dehumanize us. Why? Well, all we have to do is look to history to see what happens to a people, to a population, to a demographic of people when a politician hates those people so much and then wages a campaign to dehumanize those people. What is the following step? We're going to talk about that in just a second, but first I want to talk to you about Beam Organics. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain? It can cause mood issues. It can cause poor mental health. It can cause lower productivity. And that if you sleep less than six, seven hours a night, that can be linked to reduced white blood cell count. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. In other words, if you don't get proper sleep, it doesn't just make you feel tired. It also impacts your body's overall health. Getting a consistent nighttime routine, getting enough sleep is so important. And let me tell you, if this is not you, well, a better tomorrow starts today. Let me introduce you to Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with products from everything 
from sleep to recovery. And today, you, my listeners, I've got you a special discount available for Beam's sleep product. It's called Dream Powder. It's their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It contains natural sleep-promoting ingredients, premium ingredients, triple lab-tested, no THC, and you wake up refreshed. This is the statistic from the study. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. Honestly, you know I'm a numbers person. You know I'm kind of nerdy. That's what convinced me. I was like, oh, okay, wow. If this works this effectively for this many people, then it's the real deal. All you do is mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir it, enjoy it 30 minutes before bedtime, um, if you don't like it, you can get your money back guaranteed for a limited time. If you go to beamorganics.com slash Liz, you will get $20 off if you use my promo code Liz at checkout. That's beamorganics.com slash Liz and use promo code Liz for $20 off at checkout. So when we're unpacking this strategy, we start with this hatred that the Democrats feel for President Trump. And it's it's, it's really for us, right? Even President Trump has identified that when they come after him, when the Democrats come after him, they're really the Democrats are coming after us because he represented us. He was a result of our votes. They hate us, so they make this effort to dehumanize us. Why? What comes next? Well, in order to unpack what comes next, let's just look at what the Biden strategy has been, what the Biden administration and the Obama administration before President Trump and the deep state operatives in that still operated on behalf of Obama and Biden during the Trump administration, a bridge between the two, if you will. Let's look at exactly what the strategy is. The Democrat strategy clearly is to indict Trump. This is no longer a question. This is going to happen. Joe Biden's Department of Justice, run by Merrick Garland, is going to indict Trump. It's just a matter of when that will happen. After Trump is indicted, he will be convicted by a jury in Washington, D.C. The reason he will be convicted is not because there's compelling evidence that he committed any crime. The reason he will be convicted is because the jury pool in Washington, D.C. is comprised of the residents of Washington, D.C., who are, by a vast majority, radical leftist operatives, most of whom work in the deep state themselves. What will Trump be convicted for? Well, it'll be something related to January 6th, conspiracy or obstruction of justice or something. That's what the left will tell us. But really, Trump will be convicted because he dared to question the integrity of the 2020 election. He dared to make a speech on January 6th before the certification of the Electoral College vote. He dared to say, you know what? The 2020 election was rigged. It was unfair. We're seeing this in action. Trump supporters, everyone associated, everyone who's ever talked to, ever worked with President Trump or any, any entity that supported President Trump is now under scrutiny. There have been 35 subpoenas served to Trump supporters, including lawyers, his own lawyer, lawyers who advised him, who worked with the administration, who worked with his campaign. Red State actually unveiled one of these subpoenas. Tucker Carlson also reported on the subpoena. The, the basis of these subpoenas to Trump, Trump, related, or Trump colleagues, I would even call them, the subpoenas are for private conversations. 
that relate to, and I quote, any claim that the vice president and or the president of the Senate had the authority to reject or choose not to count presidential electors. Do you remember a little thing called the First Amendment of the United States that protects our right to freedom of speech? Joe Biden's Department of Justice run by one of the most deranged men in our country, Merrick Garland, is waging an all-out war on the First Amendment, on your free speech and my free speech, on the free speech of President Trump and those around him. They are contending that President Trump had no right to have conversations with his lawyers about the constitutional prescription, the recourse, if he believed that the election had been rigged. Keep in mind, these conversations were all based on what does the Constitution allow? What authority does the Constitution give and to whom? These are not the the fundamentals of a coup. The fundamentals of a coup reject the rule of law, reject the, the Constitution. Yet these conversations that happened between Trump associates are now being subpoenaed by the Department of Justice. That's probably why, by the way, Trump understands what he's facing. The FBI spied on President Trump in 2015 before the election in 2016 after he won in early 2017 after he was inaugurated to office. He faced a conspiracy of deep staters led by Hillary Clinton who wanted to unseat him based on false allegations. Trump understands that he's facing a conspiracy. That's probably why when he visited Washington, D.C. this week, he met with lawyers, not in lawyers' offices, but on the golf course. Look at this photo. Why do you think he's standing outside? Because he understands the deep state is trying to use any word, any phrase against him, that the Biden administration wants to criminalize his very speech. Maybe he doesn't trust that their offices haven't been bugged certainly doesn't trust communicating via any kind of electronic device that the FBI has already seized. When, when does the Biden administration plan to indict President Trump? Is it going to be before the midterms? Is it going to be after the midterms? I had a fantastic conversation with Julie Kelly about when the Trump indictment will happen. That is going to drop this week. You have to hear that. What's going to happen next? Trump's residence at Bedminster will be raided because why? Because the FBI didn't find anything at Mar-a-Lago, their fishing expedition to look for evidence that President Trump fomented violence around January 6th. They found nothing at Mar-a-Lago. But let's not deviate. Let's not get distracted from the original question here. Why does Tim Ryan treat you like this? Why is the Democratic Party taking their hatred and using it to dehumanize you. Well, because if they can successfully criminalize President Trump's speech about election integrity, then they can also criminalize your speech. If your speech and my speech is illegal, then the Democrats have complete control over us. Even a show like this wouldn't be safe we wouldn't be able to sit here and have these conversations. So the Democrats have to convince the nation 
that our speech is violence, that you are extreme, you are a fascist, you are evil. In fact, you are so evil that anything and everything the Democrats do to you is justified. Just like they justified their continued attacks on President Trump. That's why they claim he threatens our very democracy. The ultimate result of this is complete subjugation and control of us. So let's bring this back to Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan wants to codify into federal law the very cheating which led to the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Tim Ryan in the House of Representatives is a co-sponsor of the John Lewis Voting Rights Restoration Act. What is the John Lewis Voting Rights Restoration Act? Well, it's presented to us as being a compromise between the more radical leftists who wanted entire federalization of presidential elections and conservatives who don't want that, and rightly so. The John Lewis Voting Rights Restoration Act isn't as extreme, Tim Ryan says. Well, that's a lie. That's a complete lie. If you look at the language of the bill, the John Lewis Voting Rights Restoration Act does give power to the federal government. It takes away the state's autonomy to run elections themselves and gives it to the federal government. It's done through a provision called preclearance. What is preclearance? Preclearance gives the federal government, in this case, a federal government run by Joe Biden, power over every state's decision about the election process in their own state. So the federal government would have the power to veto anything that a state wanted to do if it came to a change in the election process. I'm talking about voter ID. A state couldn't pass voter ID, even if it went through the legislative process, even if it was a ballot referendum. The federal government would have to approve that first. Do you think the federal government would allow maybe a swing state like Ohio to approve voter ID? I don't think so. What if a state wants to prohibit ballot harvesting because it's vulnerable to fraud? The federal government would have to give the A-OK first. Do you think the federal government would give the A-OK? I don't think so. What about removing dead people from voter rolls? What if a state wanted to do that so that there wasn't any issue with dead people voting? Like what happens in Chicago? The federal government would have to give an OK, would have to approve that. They could veto a law, overturn the will of the people in that state if the people voted for representatives who passed that legislatively. That's what the John Lewis Voting Rights Restoration Act does. The Department of Justice, run by Merrick Garland in the Biden administration, would have the power to change where polling locations are located, voter registration requirements, and the federal government would seize the power of redistricting in states, taking that away from state legislatures. This is what Tim Ryan supports. So this guy that is simultaneously saying that we must kill and confront the mega extremists, he's dehumanizing you. Why? To exact control over you, to criminalize your speech so that you can't criticize when his law codifies the cheating that happened in the 2020 election and every other election in the future, cementing Democrats' power at the federal level into perpetuity. Who would vote for this guy? Who would possibly vote for this guy? Tim Ryan is being 
the most disingenuous flip-flopper in the world. It, it surprises me sometimes when politicians think that voters are so stupid. Tim Ryan has changed a position that he held very strongly in 2019. He's suddenly changed it on his campaign website. I wonder why. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I want to talk about cozy earth. If I ask you the question, how did you sleep last night? What would your answer be? Would you say, oh, I slept great? Or would you say, uh, you know, I slept okay. Or would you glare at me and say, don't ask, as you're sloshing your fifth or sixth cup of coffee? If you are sleep deprived, you are not alone. And part of the problem could be your sheets. Let me tell you about one of my favorite products. It's called Cozy Earth Sheets. The wrong sheets on your bed at night can trap your body heat while you're sleeping, which makes you sweat. And then once you get sweaty, you get cold, and it's really disgusting and icky. And you get the point. You've experienced this. Cozy Earth Sheets are a solution to this. That's why Cozy Earth Sheets are on my bed right now. They're the softest, most luxurious, best temperature-regulating sheets on the market. They're made of bamboo. That's why they work. They breathe so that you sleep at the perfect temperature all year round. And Cozy Earth even offers a 100-night sleep trial, which means you can sleep on it, wash it, try it for 100 nights. And if you don't like it, you can get your money back. Um, our audience, you can now save 35% on Cozy Earth bamboo bedding, 35%. If you go to my URL, it's CozyEarth.com slash L-I-Z-3-5. You have to hurry. This offer does end pretty soon. That's CozyEarth.com slash Liz35, CozyEarth.com slash Liz35. Okay, so back in 2019, Tim Ryan had a pretty radical position on fossil fuels and gas-powered cars that has suddenly, he suddenly changed his mind on. And here, here's what I will say. I do not begrudge a politician the ability to change his or her mind. I don't. There are many politicians who I want to change their mind, and I don't want to shame them for changing their mind. I don't want them to feel like, oh, I can't, I have to double down. I can't change my mind because I would lose face. But here's my one stipulation. If a politician changes their mind, I want to know why. I want to hear the story. I want to hear how your heart was touched, how your mind was changed. And I'll give you an example. President Trump, long before he was president, was pro-abortion. He said he was pro-choice. And suddenly when he started running for president in 2015 and obviously in 2016, he said he was pro-life. And a lot of people said, oh, you're a phony, you're a fraud. You're just saying that because you want to appeal to a conservative, pro-life, sometimes religious base. But President Trump said, no, listen, here's why I changed my mind. I used to be pro-choice, and then I had a buddy who knocked up a girl, and he wanted her to get an abortion, and she didn't. And that child that they have together is the best thing that's ever happened to him. And I realized, oh my goodness, when we abort babies, we're aborting beautiful children just like this little girl for our own convenience. And I thought to myself, I believe it. Why? because he could articulate his conversion. I don't begrudge politicians changing their mind, but I reject liars who pretend to hold more moderate positions than they actually do in order to disguise their radicalism from the voters that they represent because they know the voters won't like what they actually stand for. That is what Tim Ryan is doing. So right now, if you go to Tim Ryan's website, it says that he does not support a ban on gas-powered vehicles. That's happening in, in um, California. The Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, has said he's excited to see how that works out. Yes, Pete, we're very excited to see how that works out too. When the electric grid in California can't even sustain 2% of vehicles being electric without rolling the threat of rolling blackouts, let's transition the whole fleet, 100% of cars in California to electric vehicles. I'm excited to see how that works out too. Not. Okay, 
Back to Tim Ryan, though. So he says he doesn't support a ban on gas-powered cars, which is funny because three years ago in 2019, Tim Ryan said that Bernie Sanders' plan to ban gas-powered vehicles by 2040, that's less than 20 years, wasn't aggressive enough. So how do you go from thinking it's not aggressive enough to prohibit people from buying gas power, buying or owning gas-powered vehicles in the space of 20 years to not supporting any prohibition on gas-powered vehicles? Well, maybe Tim Ryan saw the light. Maybe he did have this, this conversion of the heart. Maybe his mind was opened. But if it was, you can bet he would be telling that story. Because the one thing about people who have changes of heart and changes of mind, they can't wait to tell you about it. But Tim Ryan, nope. Tim Ryan doesn't want to say a word about it. He puts that on his website just so that he can't be attacked and try to disguise his true radical leftist environmentalist ideology. But I just want to make sure that every middle-class Ohioan in the neighborhood I grew up in in the surrounding town and city all across Ohio understands that Tim Ryan is coming for your car. And maybe what's worse, Tim Ryan's coming for your truck. That's a pretty big deal to us in Ohio. Do you want a United States Senator who's coming after your cars? I'm literally in my head picturing the men in my family, how they would react to that. They will laugh in your face. Think about what this would do to your electric bills if someone with this radical environmentalist agenda takes power. Your electric bills during the winter will double on a monthly basis. Can you afford that? Is that what you want to do with your excess cash? I don't think so. This green agenda that Tim Ryan has embraced, he has fully embraced this. It is a fraud, it is a hoax, and it is anti-science. It's the, the, the apocalyptic claims by climate change criers have been widely debunked. Is there a change in our climate? Sure. Do our, do our actions, our behaviors, our innovations, mankind, do we impact the change of that climate? That, of the climate? Perhaps. But to an apocalyptic end? No, no. No, no. That is anti-science. But what is this, what, what a Tim Ryan what did Tim Ryan and the Democratic Party do? They tell you in the name of saving the world from the apocalypse, they are going to inflict harm on you. Your electric bills will go up if they ban fossil fuels. You will lose your job if they ban fossil fuels. You might lose your car if they ban gas-powered cars. Gas prices have already gone up. Who does this hurt the most? The middle class. Ohio, the heart of the Midwest. Tim, Ra Tim Ryan is running on a campaign platform of harming you to gain control for himself. Now, the Democrats, Tim Ryan included, know that this is a very unpopular opinion. That's why, he, that's why he has this line on his website that contradicts his past position. It's not just Tim Ryan. This is a Democratic Party position as a whole. That's why John Fetterman in Pennsylvania won't debate Dr. Oz. They have so little respect for you as the voter that they don't think that you deserve to know their true positions. They don't want to be exposed for who they really are and what they will really do to you. In Arizona, the Democrat Katie Hobbs won't debate Carrie Lake in the governor race either. Why? She doesn't want to be exposed for her actual position. She wants to hide from you 
what she will actually do to you if she was in office. So little respect for you. And why? Why are they displaying this little respect? Because they hate you. They hate us. This hate is what they use to dehumanize us. They dehumanize us because one human being cannot treat another human being so poorly. They cannot oppress and subjugate and harm another human being unless they have unless you have dehumanized that person in your heart and in your mind, you have, you've reduced them to something that's subhuman, that's less than. That's what the Democratic Party is doing right now to us. They're waging a war against us as people, against our faith, against our freedom, against our speech, against how we vote, against how we provide for our families. And they're doing this calling us fascists and evil and saying they want to kill and confront our movements. Because if they don't dehumanize us, they won't feel justified in controlling us. This is what Tim Ryan stands for. Over on Locals, we're going to talk about another threat. The leftists are actually trying to sneak by us. Visa is joining MasterCard and American Express in categorizing gun purchases in its own category. This is different than how Visa has handled gun purchases before, and this is dangerous for three reasons we are going to discuss over on Locals, lizwheelershow.com slash locals. If you use my promo code ACCESS, you can watch for free for the first month of your annual subscription. That is lizwheelershow.com slash locals. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show.